Hey there, welcome to The Career Prescription. I'm your host, Marjorie Stiegler. This podcast is all about the important stuff they don't teach you in medical school, about how to treat your career like the business it really is, and how to be strategic about your success. I'll show you how to use modern strategies to get ahead, create your own path, and do more of what you love. Every episode is inspired by questions from listeners just like you, so be sure to subscribe and of course send me those questions so I can use them on a future episode. So you don't miss anything, be sure to always check the show notes on my website. Are you ready? Let's get into it. Hey there, welcome back. So here's a term that's on the rise, professional branding. You, I'm sure, have heard this term already, and a lot of people are asking questions about it. What is professional branding? What is your professional brand? Do you need a professional brand? And why do you need a professional brand? Um, With this in mind, this is definitely one of the topics that I cover quite a bit on my blog and in my courses. So with this in mind, I'm going to tackle professional branding here on the podcast, and not just in this episode, but actually in an entire series, because it is a big topic, and it's one that I really feel a lot of passion about. So uh, to easily find some of the top career prescription episodes on professional branding that already exist, please just pop over to my website, marjoriestieglermd.com forward slash podcast, and you'll find a professional branding playlist. So that's a great place to start if you're interested in this topic. As you know, I always base episodes on questions from listeners like you. And while I get questions about professional branding almost every day, so it's really hard to narrow it down to just one, I have chosen a message from Mary, who is a physician with a traditional medical practice, but also has a wellness coaching component. So it's kind of like a side gig, but it's also a valuable additional service for her patients. So thank you for the question, Mary. And and here it is. Mary writes, I hate the term professional branding because it sounds like I'm trying to represent myself as something bigger, like an insincere overstatement. But everyone is talking about professional and personal branding these days. So can you help me understand exactly what professional branding is? And is this something I should work on? Thank you for the question. And 100% yes, Mary. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, You really have two questions here. The first is what is professional branding? And the second is why do you need a professional brand? Um, So for this episode, I'm going to cover the basics about what professional branding is and what it isn't. And for anyone who is skeptical, if you've at least made it this far into this episode, please stick with me all the way through the end. I know a lot of people similar to Mary have a sort of aversion to that word, uh, to the phrase professional branding. And I promise I am going to be changing your mind on that. Also, if you're not a skeptic, please do, uh, or even if you are a skeptic, please do stick with me until the end of the episode, because I have an exciting opportunity for people uh, for a professional branding makeover. And I want to be sure that you hear that information and get to that part. But I don't want to delay any further getting into the meat of this episode. So let's dive right in now to The first question, which is, what is professional branding? So in a nutshell, your professional brand, your brand language, communicates your reputation, and it communicates your unique value to others. And the others would be an employer, potentially, or a client or a patient, or maybe even a colleague. So a lot of people hear the word brand, and they think of things that are more visual, like a logo or a trademark or a business name, some type of specific business representation. And that's really not what we're talking about here. Although that definitely is part of or could be part of how you represent your professional brand online. 
But instead, what we're talking about today is really your professional brand in terms of what other people think about you, and perhaps more importantly, when they think about you, and what they say about you when you're not in the room. And I don't mean that in a gossipy sense. I mean it more in the elevator pitch sense. Anything that is a word of mouth referral can be so much more effective if you have good, solid professional branding. Because if the people who already know you and will be speaking about you can clearly understand what you're about and really importantly, what you want to continue to do, then they'll be able to communicate that to other people, even if they're not the sole decision maker, right? They'll be able to recommend you. And that is what this is so, so very helpful for in growing your career and your professional aspirations. So professional branding is a way to communicate your background and your credibility in a way that really specifically kind of clicks with the people or the organizations that would most value your style and your work. And also to do this in a way that's really memorable so they think of you when the time is right. And that's what I meant when I said, you know, it's important when they think of you. You want people to think of you at the right time for the right opportunities that really match up with not only your best skill set, your unique value, but also your aspirations, right? what you hope to do more of so you can continue to do more of it and you can potentially leave some of the parts of work that you don't love that much. So your professional branding is that succinct way to communicate your value. Professional branding makes it clear what kind of work you do. Professional branding should have enough personality and detail to really click with the right audience and possibly even steer the wrong folks elsewhere. And when I say wrong folks, I, there's no judgment on who the folks are. It's just, for example, if you want to work with corporations instead of individuals, you want that to be clear so that your phone isn't blowing up from individuals who want to find out more about your products and services. Because of course, you have to spend time talking with them and letting them know that that's not really what you do. Um, and you want organizations to clearly understand that you work for organizations because if they think you work with individuals, then they're not going to be calling you. So I want to dwell just really quickly so that I'm not misunderstood here on what I mean when I'm saying the, the right folks and the wrong folks, the right audience, the wrong audience. As an example, if you are a traditional physician and your sort of your style is kind of no nonsense, you're quick, you're efficient, like that's your thing then a patient who's really looking for someone who has more time to spend with them and possibly a patient who would really value that enough to even thrive better in a concierge type model where they pay more out of pocket, but they get 45 minutes and they get to really know you, you're available all the time. Those two things are sort of incompatible. So you want to have it be clear if you know your practice is more close to one versus the other. Uh, and you know that there are patients who really value that as well. A lot of patients do not like to make small talk. They don't really want um, to have anything that's long and leisurely. They do want to have a get in, get out kind of experience. So even at that practice level in communicating with patients, you can let some of your style or personality shine through so that you'll click with the folks who will appreciate that style the best. Similarly, if you're a public speaker and you are um, sort of very comedy oriented, so you're delivering heavy material perhaps, but with lighthearted interspersion, it's helpful for event planners to know that you are going to be funny. 
uh, because that may or may not be something that they want. If they want it, then you're going to be uniquely great for them. And if they don't want it, then it's really not a match and you don't want to go down that road. They won't be happy. You won't be happy. So it's best to just sort of avoid that upfront if you can. So again, no judgments on, on this, the quote unquote wrong people, as I'm saying, they're just not ideal for you. They're not a match for you or you are not a match for them. And it's helpful to get that clear in your professional branding. As a non-medical example, to really help you get what I mean here, I'm going to ask you to think about your own experience just as a general consumer, as a person. And I think you'll totally get what I mean here. So as you are aware, there are gazillions of choices when it comes to beverages, right? There are tons and tons of beverages out there. Your local grocery store surely has at least one aisle, probably more, and all kinds of end caps with all sorts of beverages. Um, And I think we'll narrow in specifically on, say, a cool beverage for the moment. So when you're really thirsty or hot and thirsty, super parched, you really, really want something refreshing, there's likely a specific drink that comes to mind that would really hit the spot. So even as I'm describing this right now, there's probably something, at least one or two specific drinks that have popped into your mind that you think, yeah, when I'm dying of thirst, I'm super hot, I want something really refreshing, this is what I want. Now, there's gazillions and yet one or two pop to mind for you. Why is that? You are likely not even aware of a huge number of choices that are out there for one of three reasons. Either their branding hasn't reached you yet, maybe they're a small company, um, or you don't get out much, I don't know. The other one could be their branding doesn't really resonate with you. Say, for example, they are an energy drink, but you like to avoid caffeine and all kinds of stimulants, so that's not your thing. You're not really looking for an energy drink, for example. Or the third one is it just frankly wasn't memorable. You saw a commercial and it didn't really turn you off, but it wasn't. it just wasn't memorable. It didn't click. But the ones that come to mind are resonating for you in some way. They're speaking to some kind of result that you want. They are appealing to you in some way. They're memorable to you. And so they pop to mind. And so now I want you to be the one who comes to mind when a person who's really going to benefit from your particular work, your unique style, your unique value, when they have a need that you can fill, I want you to come to mind. So basically... Or lack of a better way to explain it, when they are thirsty, I want you to be that obvious drink. So hopefully you know what I mean here. That is what professional branding is. Now, let me tackle the other side of the coin. What professional branding is not? I think for some, especially those who have sort of an aversion to this word or who have had misconceptions in the past, it's easier to understand what branding is when you also understand what it is not. So let me be extremely clear. Professional branding is not something that is tricky, deceitful, disingenuous. It is not an exaggeration of skills. It is not uh, really anything negative at all. It is simply a communication tool that I've mentioned that is intended to take all of the things that you know about you, right? You know more about you likely than anyone else. You have all, you know, all your education, you know, all your training, you have your own lived experience and your own personal perspectives on things. You know what you like doing. Uh, You hopefully have at least some degree of of knowledge about what you're good at. I know people in general don't have that great of insight into their true strengths and weaknesses, but if there are things that people are coming to you for again and again, you're probably doing a pretty good job there. And if you like those things, then that is you know, also part of your, of what you know about you. And you're also the one who really knows your future aspirations. 
what you want to keep doing, what you intend to do with your career, and what you would like to do more of if you could get rid of some of the other stuff. And again, professional branding helps you get there because this is taking all of that that you know about you and putting it into a clear communication package so that other people can understand what you're all about. So again, it is not about padding your resume. It is not about embellishing your experience. It is not about presenting yourself as something that you aren't. It's not a dirty word. It's not a bad thing. You know, think for a moment again as a consumer about one of the best purchases that you have made recently. This could be big or small. It could be for any purpose. It could be food, a gadget, an app, something around the house, maybe clothing, furniture. I don't know. But you've got something and you've got something that you love to tell your friends about because it was so great. And when you tell your friends about it, you're communicating that unique value, like why you bought that thing specifically and why they should too. And this is great stuff because, you know, everybody wants things that improve their lives and solve their problems and exceed their expectations. This is what we want in life. And generally speaking, we're happy to pay for it. This is what we want. We want things that that solve our problems, right? That make our lives better, easier, and exceed our expectations. So when you buy something like that, it's a delight, right? You you don't feel um, sad that you parted with your money. You feel really good about that experience and you go on to try to give other people that experience. And what you're communicating is sort of a central part of the brand. Now, the brand may not even know that, which is why they do a lot of market research. Whatever it is that you're saying about the brand, again, they're not in the room, right? This is what you're saying about them and when you're saying about them. And and this is the heart, really, of what the brand represents to you and what you're communicating to other people. But now, in contrast, think for a moment about something that you bought because the advertising made it seem amazing. But once you really got it, it was sort of a big letdown. The features or the promise that enticed you to buy it didn't pan out the way you expected in real life. And so then even when something like that is inexpensive, it still feels like a big ripoff. You know, people have to have a strong negative reaction. It feels like it was a lie. It was a scam. And then there's a sort of added layer of, I don't know, anger, shame, or some other emotion when you feel like you sort of fell for it. And so what I'm getting at here is this experience that everyone has had, the really good sort of experience with buying something, a good purchase experience and a really bad purchase experience helps you to understand why there is no way I would ever suggest that your professional branding be any kind of embellishment and why professional branding is definitely not lying, deceiving, or misrepresenting. Not at all. Why not? Because obviously, if your brand message is compelling, and it will be if you are uh, following the formula that's laid out uh, in my materials over on my website, then you'll be getting some results. And if you put your personal brand out there and you get those results because people like it and they come and they hire you, and when I say hire you, again, I mean you might become, uh, they may become a client of yours, they may become a patient of yours, they may offer you a job, they may give you an award, they may nominate you for promotion, they may give you an important project, like whatever it is that you want that you're working towards that's sort of built into that brand language. If that's what you put out there and people like it and then they act on it, and they give you those results. Now you have to deliver. You have to deliver. So you get those opportunities and now you've got to do it. And you don't want to fall short. You don't want to show up like a lie, a scam, or people having fallen for something that you can't deliver on. So that is 100% not what branding is. It's not false. It's not phony. It is not made up. Okay, so we've talked about what branding is. 
We have talked about what it isn't. Now let me get into the second part of Mary's question. Why do you need a professional brand? Is this something you need? Is it something you should work on? So again, I'm 100% yes on this. There are so, so many benefits of professional branding, which is why you need one. And those benefits aren't just for you. So I'm getting a little bit altruistic here. And I, I hope that you'll share my perspective. Effective branding really helps other people too. So one of the core reasons that you need a professional brand, I've been alluding to sort of all along, it increases your visibility. It helps people to think about you at the right time and for the right opportunities. This helps your professional reputation and you can more quickly establish yourself as a thought leader and as an expert. And of course, this all helps your career, both in monetary and non-monetary ways. Again, helping you be able to sort of build your career aspirations around doing more of the kind of work that you love and that you're good at for the kind of people who really value it. So especially, I know there's a lot of folks in my audience who feel like a, they've said, you know, feel like a cog in a wheel. I show up for work and I feel totally invisible or totally replaceable or, you know, what I really want to do more of isn't valued in my department or, or with my group. So if that's you, I want you to stop for a second and think really, really carefully now about what we're talking about, because with a really good and effective brand, you'll be able to do one of two things. You'll either be able to convey that unique value so that the decision makers in your group or department will recognize it for its worth and perhaps put some support behind it, or you will be able to be uh, recruited elsewhere, right? You'll be other people who do value that already and they know that they're looking for someone really strong in those areas is likely to find out about you to really click with that language. And yes, this is the person that we need to do this uniquely great thing. And that is going to help you. Okay, the other reason that you need a professional brand is that it helps the right people find you. And here's where we kind of get into that altruism, although it's ultimately a a matchmaking process. But I'm going to go ahead here and assume that your work is important and that you're doing your best at it. I feel really comfortable with that starting point because if you didn't think it was important and you weren't dedicated to it, I believe you wouldn't be doing it. Who would possibly dedicate that many hours or put in that many hours commit to doing stuff that they thought was either unimportant or that they were not going to do a good job on. So I'm assuming your work is really important and I'm assuming that you're doing your best and that it's good. So that's why effective professional branding matters to other people. If your work is important and what you're doing has value and what you're doing matters, then people need to see it. People need to know about it. If nobody knows about it, even if it could potentially be the most important work in the world, it's not going to actually be important if it doesn't reach people and help to change their lives. So that is what professional branding is all about as well. It's that way to increase your professional visibility around a truly authentic skill set that is uniquely you, right? Nobody can do you the way that you do. So it's not about being an interchangeable cog and wheel here. You have more to offer than that. And this is about setting yourself up in that way so that either people will realize, yes, that's exactly what I need. I didn't know I needed it before, but now I do know, and I know just who to go to, or somebody else who already knows they want that and is looking for that realizes that, hey, that's what you are all about. And it removes that ambiguity. So 
If you stuck with me so far, I know that the next logical question is, well, fine, super, but how do you do it? What are some examples of professional branding that are good and effective? What are some examples of professional branding that are maybe missing the mark? So I've got that coming up in a future episode, and I have a really fun and exciting opportunity for you if this episode has your interest. I am going to be using some real life examples of excellent branding, as well as giving out some real life advice to help some listeners with a little bit of a branding makeover for for things that are close, but just kind of not quite there to help people who aren't quite sure how to articulate or represent all that they have going on and all that they aspire to do. So if you want to be featured, then just go to marjoriestieglermd.com forward slash makeover. I wouldn't give it a fun URL like that if it wasn't going to be fun. It's going to be fun. So you just enter. It's super quick and easy. Uh, go to the go to the website. I'm going to ask you just three questions about yourself. And just tell me a little bit about you and how you represent yourself. And I will be selecting folks that I think are going to be really, really helpful, not only for you as individuals, but also for other people to learn from. So I I'm looking for people who are fun and who are a little bit brave because, of course, this will it'll be public and it's all going to be absolutely in a very supportive spirit. And I think you'll get a ton of value whether you are just tuning in or whether you choose to be a volunteer. So again, it's MarjorieStieglerMD.com forward slash makeover. So I'm looking forward to seeing you there. I'm looking forward to you joining me on more episodes, specifically diving into professional branding. Bye for now. Thanks for joining me on this episode of The Career Prescription. Be sure to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast player you're using to listen today, and definitely send me those questions so I can answer them and give you a shout out on a future episode. Bye for now. (music) 